Welcome to another episode of the Victory Baptist Church podcast. This podcast is a ministry of Victory Baptist Church in Valdosta, Georgia. To learn more about our ministry and the impact it has had in our community for over 50 years, visit VictoryBaptistValdosta.com. Now let's listen to today's message from God's Word. Titus chapter number two, I really don't have a lot to say tonight, and I will be very brief um, this evening, and I, uh, I didn't even give Jonathan uh, anything, uh, notes or anything, uh, really didn't, wasn't settled on what to share with you until this evening, uh, uh, late this afternoon. Um, I've had this passage of scripture on my heart for a few days. Wasn't planning on preaching it. I uh, had it on my heart as I made the uh, song list out this morning and, and even for tonight and had no, no intention of going to this passage of Scripture for the service tonight, and, uh, but the Lord wouldn't let me get away from it. And uh, let's look at it in Titus chapter number 2 and verse number, verses number 11 through, uh, verse 11 through 14. Titus chapter number 2. Uh, verse, beginning at verse number 11. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared unto all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. In verse number 13, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. I've had verse number 13 on my, on my heart for the uh, last couple of days, and again, as I got up early this morning and made the song list out for uh, the service uh, this morning and this evening, uh, this verse was on my heart, and again, it says, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. And, you know, we can all see the things that are taking place around the world, and we can all agree that it is troubling. Uh, my heart's disturbed about it. Uh, I, um, we, we left on the bus this morning, and we passed by the truck stop, and fuel prices, diesel price, was $4.99 for cash, $5.05 for credit. We made the route, and we passed that same truck stop 45 minutes later, and it was 519 for cash, 525 uh, for uh, credit. And, uh, and it's, it, all of us are affected by that. We're paying for that at the grocery store. Um, and then not only the, the economy, uh, how inflation is hitting us, and, uh, and then just the, the trouble that's taking place around the world and uh, the wars and the violence and all of those things that are taking place and in what we've dealt with for the last several years, just in our own nation, uh, the things that, uh, that we have dealt with. And the thing that troubles me, Pastor, about the things that we've dealt with in our nation is how weak it has made our churches. And that disturbs me. I'm bothered by the, 
the health crisis that uh, we went through, the pandemic, I'm, I'm bothered by that, but we see the reflection that it showed in our churches how weak our churches are. And that bothers me. And, and then the things that are taking place now around the world. And we see all those things, and my mind goes back to the Scriptures. I can't help but look to the Scriptures. And uh, if you study the Scriptures, you know that, that these, the Scripture speaks of perilous times, we understand that. We don't like to talk about it. We don't like to experience it. But the truth of the matter is that the Word of God is true. The Word of God is right. And Apostle Paul told young Timothy uh, there in the church epistles that now in the last days that perilous times will come. The Apostle Paul said in the book of Romans, chapter number 1, he talked about the, the world and how the world would just get wicked and, and just turn from God and, and, uh, and, and that things would take place and, and how that eventually, uh, you know, men would turn from God. And then the Bible says, and, and I've studied that passage out, how that God uh, gave them over. And uh, we see these things taking place. And it's troubling to me. It, it really is. I, you know, it, it, it bothers me. And... Uh, and this week, I've been thinking about this verse where he said, looking for that blessed hope. Boy, I'm telling you, Pastor, I don't know how people live without God. I don't know how they make it. I really don't. Uh, uh, one, of our, uh, one of the parents of some of our bus children called me, I think it was Friday, and just to remind me that her girls would be riding Brother King's bus. And I talked to her for just a moment, and, and I've prayed for her, I've witnessed to her, I've prayed with her, uh, I have told her that, you know, that she's lost, she's on her way to hell, she, I mean, she's told me that. And we've agreed on that. And, uh, but I cannot make her understand she has not come to the place in her life that she realizes that she needs a Savior. And I talked to her again this past week, this past Friday on the phone, just briefly. And uh, uh, the situation that she's living in now, she has, I think, she has four kids and uh, just birthed another baby into the world and uh, just living a, just, a, just a very wicked, ungodly life. And I told her again, Pastor, I said, look, you need to get right with God. You need to get in church. You need to be in church with your girls, and you need to have that baby in church, and you need to get saved. Time is running out. And, uh, and, and we see these things, and, and this lady lives her life, and she has no hope. What's sad? What's sad? And so many people are like that. But I'm thankful tonight that I have hope tonight. I tell you, we're living in days, they mentioned uh, Johnny Pope on the screen read the verse about the thief, about the devil, and we see him working, and we see, we see him deceiving so many people, and deceiving Christians, and, and deceiving the nations, and we see those things, and I'm so thankful that I have hope in the midst of that. And as I read my scriptures, and as I read... I read Jesus, I read over in the Gospels as he's, 
as he's talking to his disciples and, and he's giving us his word over in Luke chapter number 21. Turn over there with me. You've got to see this. And I, again, I promise you, I'll just give you the points real quickly tonight and we'll be ready to go to the house and maybe, maybe you've got ice cream at the house. You can eat that tonight. Uh, maybe we can stop and get some ice cream tonight. Jonathan, you shouldn't have mentioned that. And uh, 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 Luke chapter number 21. Notice what Jesus said in Luke, chap or Luke chapter number 21, verse number 25. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth, distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roar, and men's heart fell on them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. Then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Verse number 28, And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. Thank God for that. Hey, listen, we've got hope tonight. This, listen, it, it's not the end for you and for me. Hey, listen, it doesn't matter. The world may be on fire tonight. And, uh, but listen, that's not the end for the child of God. I'm thankful for that tonight. And then Jesus, he goes on and he says in verse number 29, Behold the fig tree and all the trees, when they now shoot forth, you see and know of your own selves that summer is now nigh at hand. So likewise ye, when you see these things come to pass, know ye that the kingdom of God is nigh at hand. Verily I say unto you, uh, this generation shall not pass away till all be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. And I'm thankful for that tonight. I'm thankful that he gave us his word, that you and I, we have hope tonight. In the midst of these dark days and these troubling days that we live in, I'm so thankful that we've got hope tonight. The Apostle Paul said it like this in 1 Corinthians 15, 19, that great passage of Scripture that he wrote about the resurrection. He said this, he said, If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserably. But I thank God that I've got hope tonight. I thank God, listen, I, listen, I've got hope, I've got eternal life, I've got a God in heaven that loves me. Hey, listen, I've got a Savior that has prepared a place for me, and I'm thankful it doesn't matter how dark this world gets. Hey, listen, I'm just thinking about my home. I'm thinking about eternity. I'm thinking about seeing my Savior tonight. That gives me hope. That gives me hope. I'm telling you tonight, they, you know, you look at the world and you watch the news and you see those things and, it, you know, it's troubling. Boy, it'll get you down. And my my um, routine is, is to, in the mornings, is to get my coffee, spend some time with God, and then look at the news headlines. And uh, I probably need to stop doing that in the morning because it affects my day. And, uh, you know, and, and those things, they will. But I tell you what, when you begin to think about all that God has done for you and for me and the hope that you and I have, hallelujah. Hey, listen, it makes me excited. It makes me excited and it, it puts a longing in my heart. Uh, the Bible says again in our text, looking for that blessed hope 
and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. And so let me just share with you, let me read one other verse, and I'll give you the thoughts this evening, and we'll be done. One other verse in 1 Corinthians chapter number 2 and verse number 9. I think about, I think about my hope, and I think about what all God has done and what He's prepared and what He's doing for you and for me and that great hope that you and I have. And the Apostle Paul, he wrote it like this, in 2 Corinthians chapter number 2 and verse number 9, he said this, um, uh, 2 Corinthians 2, 9, that's not the verse that I was wanting to read. Uh, but anyway, he, he says in, somewhere in that passage of Scripture, he talks about, I have not seen nor ear heard what the Father hath prepared for those that love, his, love Him and love His appearing. And I'm so thankful, and I probably uh, misquoted that verse, but I'm so thankful the things that even we sing about, the things that we read in Scripture, I believe it's just icing on the cake. I'm telling you, there's something greater that we've got prepared for us and something to look forward to. I'm thankful tonight, church, that you and I, we have hope in this world. Boy, it makes me excited. I tell you, that makes me excited. That's the reason we sang the songs uh, this morning and tonight, talking about heaven, talking about seeing our Savior. That excites me. Hey, listen, that, that gives me hope tonight. Hallelujah. I'm thankful for that. And so thinking about that blessed hope, thinking about the great God and our Savior, I just want to give to you real quickly four things tonight. I think about the hope and I think that it's a promised hope. It's a promised hope. Hey, listen, I'm thankful. Hey, listen, I'm thankful that God, before, the, before He ever uh, laid the foundation of this world, I'm thankful that He prepared a place for you and for me. I'm thankful that all of this, listen, the, Jesus coming to, the, to this earth to die for our sins, it wasn't an afterthought. Listen, I'm thankful He had you in mind and He had me on His heart even before the foundation of this world. What a great God we serve. And I'm thankful that we have a promised hope. I think about what Jesus said over in John chapter 14 and verse number, uh, verse number 3. He said, he said, Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. And then he said this, I go and prepare a place for you. And, uh, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. Boy, I'm thankful he promised he was going to come back. Boy, I'm thankful. Hey, listen, he left this earth and he went ascended up to heaven. And I'm thankful that's not the end. I'm thankful that one day, and I believe it soon. Hey, listen, I'm telling you, the church is going to be raptured out of here. That's our hope tonight. Hey, that's our hope. Hey, I believe that we ought, to, we ought to do everything in our power and, and, and with our means and, and the, the, everything, the talents that God has given us. I think we ought to be prepared for tomorrow. But I want to tell you, I'm not looking for tomorrow here on this earth. I'm looking for heaven. I'm looking for heaven. Hey, nothing wrong with being prepared for tomorrow and for next week and for difficult times and hard times. Nothing wrong with that. Hey, listen, I'm looking for that promise. Hey, listen, I'm thankful he promised he's coming again, and I'm looking for that promise to be fulfilled. I don't know about you, 
But listen, this, there's nothing in this world worth living for. There's nothing here. There's nothing here for the child of God. Man, things are so wicked and things are so ungodly. And hey, listen, you've got to, hey, listen, you've got to stay close to God. If you're going to make it as a Christian in this world, you've got to determine in your heart that you're going to walk with God and you're going to stay close to God. I'm convinced, hey, listen, I'm convinced those that don't have a, a deep, intimate relationship with God right now, they're not going to be able to make it tomorrow in the next weeks and the next months. I believe that we're just beginning to see the things that, the, that Jesus told us and the Word of God told us. The Apostle Paul, he told us in that great passage of Scripture in 2 Timothy that, uh, that, the, uh, that the godly shall suffer persecution. I don't know what that is. But I want to tell you, hey, listen, we're the, 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 the good times and the, the good days, I believe they're fleeing us quickly. Well, boy, I'm thankful I've got a hope. I'm thankful that over in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse number 16, the Bible says this phrase, for the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. Boy, I'm thankful. I'm thankful that I have a promise. I'm thankful that one day he's coming back for me and he's coming back for you, church. Uh, I've got friends. They believe that we're going to, live, that we're going to go through the tribulation. They can, have their, they, they can go through it if they want to. I'm not going to be here, Pastor. Hey, listen, I've tried to talk with them. I've tried to share with them the Scripture, and I can't change their mind. They're certainly not going to change my mind on the matter. Hey, listen, I'm just going to believe God. I'm just going to believe what His Word says. Hey, listen, He's coming back for us, church. He's coming back. Oh, what a hope we have. So it's a promised hope. And secondly, I want to say it's a prepared hope. It's a prepared hope. John chapter 14 Jesus told his disciples, and he told you and me, he said, I go and prepare a place for you. Hallelujah. Man, hey, listen, we've got something better than this world. We've got something better than, than, than what we see, these, these temporal things that, that we see. And I'm, I'm, thankful, for, I'm thankful for homes and, and possessions. I'm thankful for all those things. Hey, but listen... What's waiting for us is far better than any of those things. I was in a, in a house uh, probably a month or so ago. Um, had to go and, and fix something that uh, some of the gas uh, technicians had tore, they tore up some cabinets. This really nice house. And uh, uh, they, Chris Carter from Aikens uh, called me and asked me if I, if I, if I would go, go look at it and give them a price. I said, yeah, I'll go do it. And I, I, can't, I, I couldn't even tell, tell you how to get to that house. It was somewhere out in Naylor off of Good Hope Church Road. And way back, you went down Pave Road, and then you went down a dirt road, and then you went through a couple fields. I couldn't get to it today if I tried. But uh, just a huge house, just a beautiful house, probably 4,000 square foot house, beautiful house. And uh, way out in the middle of the woods, and walked in the house, and inside the house, it was cathedral ceiling. And inside the house, it had these great pillars, uh, big beams that held the house up. And I walked in the front door, and I saw that, and it was just beautiful. And I, I, told, I told the lady, I said, man, this is just gorgeous. I've never seen a house like this, just 
really high cathedral ceilings, wood, and just was gorgeous. But I tell you what, my prepared house is far better than anything like that. My mansion's going to look better than that. And, uh, boy, I'm thankful for that. Boy, I'm thankful. I've got, a, I've got something that's prepared. Boy, that gives me hope tonight. That gives me hope. And uh, we read, and we're not going to take time to do it tonight. You can go over and read in the book of the Revelation, chapter number 21, and it talks about heaven and all the splendors of heaven and uh, the great stones and the, and the, the, uh, the, the rubies and, and uh, the pearls and, and uh, you know, the street of the gold and the, the street of gold and the size of the city and, and uh, the river of life and just that's the splendors of heaven. The gates, boy, it's just every time I read that passage of Scripture, I just, I'm just ready to go. I'm just ready to go. And, uh, and that's our prepared home. But then I think about how that it's a perfect, it's a perfect hope. It's a perfect hope. You know, I think about, I think about what, we, what we have waiting for us in heaven and our anticipation and, and getting there and, and all that Jesus... Hey, listen, it's not going to be like living in this world. Man, we have to rub shoulders with sin. We have an enemy to contend with, our flesh to contend with all the time. And somebody mentioned, was it this morning, was it pastor in the morning service or maybe the men's uh, prayer breakfast that were... We're, that, uh, that um, you know, we're two-thirds saved. Uh, we're up in heaven now. We're just waiting for our body to get there. I, f- I forget how it was phrased, and, and I don't know if it was pastor said that this morning. And, uh, but listen, you know, our flesh, you know, we've got to contend with it all the time. And, 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 uh, and then just the, the pure wickedness that we're around all the time. And uh, you know as well as I, man, just ungodliness everywhere and uh, uh, just everything that we because of sin and uh, but one day we're going to live in a place there's no more sin no more wickedness no more ungodliness we're singing about this morning heaven's jubilee and I can just in my mind picture what's going to take place and I you know you know I've said it so many times I have a vivid imagination and uh, pastor I can just imagine us the the millions upon millions around the great throne and everybody bowing down and everybody shouting hallelujah glory to the lamb and we're shouting and we're praising God and Stephen he's going to run up and down and run around the, the throne and just hoop and holler and shout glory and amen and wear himself out yeah, Stephen's a runner so he'll be the one doing that and uh, He'll run 13 miles, 14, 15 miles around the throne. And uh, then he'll get tired and, and, and maybe, it, you know, and our voices will grow weak and, and maybe we'll slow down. And then there'll be another group that will just start over again. And man, glory, hallelujah. And then all of a sudden, man, everybody just doing it over and over again for all eternity. You say, well, I don't sound like fun. That sounds like a good time to me. Think about what our Savior has done for you and for me. The one who saved us from our sins. 
the one who changed our life, the one who is blessing us, the one, uh, the one that we owe everything to. Hey, listen, I tell you, he's worthy of that. Oh, what a great time that's going to be. Our perfect hope. No more sin up there. The scripture tells us in the book of Revelation, they're not even going to, the gate, the gates won't be closed. There'll be no need for the sun and, and, and those kinds of things. The Lamb will be the light of the city. No more crime up there. You know, you won't have to worry about somebody breaking into your mansion while you're around the throne. I don't have to worry about stuff like that anymore. Oh, hallelujah. And then, lastly, I thought about this. Uh, I thought about this this afternoon. It's a purifying hope. It's a purifying hope. Over in the book of 1 John, chapter number 4, verses 1 through 4, those verses were quoted maybe this morning or uh, maybe, maybe in the prayer breakfast, I'm not sure. But every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself even as he is pure. And I think about all that Jesus has done for me and what he is doing now and what he's prepared for me. And I think about that hope that I have. Pastor, it makes me want to live for him. Well, I tell you what, it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart when I find myself in sin. When I fail him, boy, it breaks my heart. I want to be close to him. I want to fellowship with him. Hey, listen, I want to, listen, I just want to draw close to him closer every day. I want to, hey, listen, I want to clean my life. I want, I want him to rid things in my life. If he'll just show them to me, I'll confess it to him and I'll get it right. That's, that's because of the hope. That's the hope that I have. It's a purifying looking for that blessed hope, looking. Hey, listen, I encourage you, don't keep your eyes on what's taking place outside these four walls. It's disturbing. Now, I know we've got to live on this earth. I know we've got to do those things, and I know we have to see those things. Don't let it bother you. Hey, it just lets me know, hey, listen, we're one step closer, one step closer to our eternal home. Hey, it could be tonight. It could be tonight that we hear that trumpet sound. Wouldn't that be wonderful? I filled my truck up with fuel yesterday, uh, yesterday evening. I don't let it run out. It costs $120 to fill that thing up. And uh, so I'll top it off just about, just about every day or every other day. And, and it's still quite, quite expensive to do that. Many of you, you understand and, and you know those things. And... and um, Boy, I'm so, I'm so thankful that we don't live out in Eccles County. Uh, during these days, I'm driving back and forth there, and so one vehicle on the road is a whole lot better than four vehicles on the road. I'd be a, man, I'd be a, I'd be a broke, broke, broke man. We'd be, we'd be riding bicycles to church. Uh, we still lived out there. And, uh, you know, we all, we all do those things. And, and uh, boy, but I'm so thankful every time... It could have been, last night may have been the last time that I put fuel in that truck. I may not have to do it again. I may not even drive it tomorrow. I may be up in heaven tomorrow. Man, the rapture may take place. Boy, that'd be great. I'm all right with that. I'm all right with that. Hey, listen, I, listen I'm, I, I want to see people saved, and I'm trying my best to live for the Lord. I'm trying to make an impact on, on people's lives and, and trying to share the gospel. But hey, listen, 
I'm ready for the Lord to come back. I'm ready for Him. I don't know about you. I've got my eyes on Him, looking for that blessed hope. Looking for that blessed hope. What you got your eyes on this evening? Hey, you may be discouraged because you're, you're looking at the news all the time. And it's just crisis after crisis after crisis. Boy, it'll get you discouraged. Get in God's Word and learn about your hope. Look for your hope. He's coming back. He's coming soon. Are you ready tonight? Are you ready? Let's all stand together. Tracy's coming to the piano. We're going to sing the invitational uh, hymn, or, or she's going to play the invitation hymn. Are you ready? Are you ready? I tell you, God's been good to us. He has blessed us, allowed us to live in this great country, allowed us... Hey, allowed us to worship one more time in the house of God. I don't take it for granted anymore. Ever since COVID, Pastor, I don't. Every Sunday morning, when I'm heading this way to get on the bus, I thank God, Lord, thank you one more time for the opportunity to come to church. Oh, how he's blessed us. And he'll continue to do that until he calls us away. He's going to take care of us. And I want to tell you, our hope, not in this world. Our hope's not in some leader, in some weapon. Our hope is in Christ. 